0: Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king, Espinal, And joining me through Discord, as usual, it is my partner in crime, the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua, the tank top sage, Gangsta Time
1: Cole. Well, it's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time what up chris hi whoa why'd you wind up like (laughs) that oh
0: that just took the wind out of my sails buddy but i'm glad you're here (laughs) yeah i
2: was expecting that that was so much build up (laughs) that was so much build up just for no payoff (laughs) yeah you know then you did it again
0: and your heart wasn't really in it i felt like you felt obligated to let it loose
2: you know what josh just do it again do it again from the top (laughs)
1: No, no. That's a negative. No. I need to ration that energy for the rest of this week because once again, it was a very good one.
0: Yeah. Um, Also joining us, it is my brother, uh, our producer on the show. It is Edgelord, big news, Brian.
1: news? Sub
0: nerds? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, my goodness. We are back for another week of manga recap goodness. Uh, Very excited to get into this week, so let's not waste any time. Let's get into plugs. Uh you could find me at the Chris Espinel on Twitter and Instagram, Joshua Cole. Where can they find you?
1: JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram and at new jump city Josh. That's on Twitter.
0: Oh yeah. I, I gotta change the your little uh thing, your screen has still NY chillin' yeah. underneath, but I've been too late yeah, <laughs> to uh, uh Brian, where can they find you?
2: You can find me at B ESP on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash. You just. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, you can follow the show itself at new jump city on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we used to do the poll on Twitter, but now we've pretty much migrated to YouTube, but follow us regardless. Uh, sometimes we post on these things. <laughs> uh, so check us out there. We're also on TikTok If you want to post, uh, want to check us out there. um, You can, uh, we do a weekly really good chapter of the week poll on our YouTube uh, community tab. Uh, I'm very excited to uh, get that started just because, like, we've been getting a lot more votes on there than Twitter, which is the reason for our switch. But um, I'm very excited to get into it. Uh, I do not know the winner, actually. uh, I'm looking it up as we speak. Uh, Now I know the winner. Uh, so yeah, vote for your favorite series, uh, on the poll and, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll announce it on the show. I probably should have deleted it by now, but uh, whatever (laughs) it's, it's fine. Uh, us every week. The poll goes up usually, uh, after Viz releases their official, uh, translation of the chapters that we cover support your official release, everybody. Uh, and vote for your favorite chapter and we'll announce it on the show. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to talk, to talk about, whether it's feedback for the show, uh, the uh, your thoughts on the series as a whole that we talk about, uh, the chapters that we talk about every week, uh, whatever you guys want. If you just want to say hello, you can email us. Uh, we love uh, fan interaction. Uh, speaking of which, comment. If you, refer- if, uh, you prefer to do that, uh, you can comment under the videos of the podcast, whether it's the full version or the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys every week. And while you're at it, subscribe, uh, subscribe to the podcast, like share it. We're getting up there we're we're getting seen now a little bit, you know, and, uh, our, our little, uh, view counts or little subscriber counts are, are, boosting up and, uh, it feels very good to get, uh, the, that kind of news. So, uh, let's keep it going. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, welcome to the newbies, if you're new to the channel. Uh, And with that being said, I think we're good. Let's get the uh, show on uh, the road. One Piece. This is One Piece Chapter 1068, A Genius's Dream. One Piece is fucking back, everybody.
1: Alternate title, Brazilian Boys Don't Care About Science.
0: (laughs) Well, that that's uh not technically a lie in term in context uh but we'll get Well, there's more. one
1: Brazilian boy that doesn't care. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, this is uh let, let's get the chapter started. We do have like a little bit of a panel update. It's not a significant one. Um as we've seen, we we got a new update from the whole Caesar Clown and Vince Moke family uh reunion it seems that they're uh that judge and uh caesar clown are beefing and uh remembering the days of the scientist group that they belong to uh called mads which was led by uh vega punk as we see uh in the little <laughs> like uh remembrance bubble the little flashback bubble they have uh i think this was known information already as like we know that caesar clown uh worked with vega punk on punk hazard Um, and I think, uh, judge made a mention of working with Vega punk in the past as well. So, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty cool. That was a
1: nice reminder for me.
0: Yeah. Not a, not a crazy, you know, it's a good, it is a good reminder. It serves as that. I mean, there's a lot of information you have to remember with one piece. So, uh, it's not often that Oda will come out and remind you. Uh, so let's, uh, let's get into the chapter proper. Uh, last we left off, uh, the CP zero, uh, made up of Luchi, Kaku, and Stussy, have arrived on Egghead, uh, seemingly to return the uh, Seraphim that they have, the Seraphim of uh, Bartholomew Kuma that they've had. Uh, but really, they're there to kill uh, Vegapunk and all the other Vegapunks as well. So, yeah, that we're, we're getting into that. Uh, the Vegapunks seem to be onto this, uh, and they pretty much deny, they start the chapter off by denying access to, uh, two egghead to the CP zero. Uh, they basically are. Uh, I think uh, number four. I Pythagoras. Uh, he basically uh, tells them, "Is like, hey, thank you for returning our seraphim." Uh, unit S Bear. That's the name of this uh, of the Kuma um, seraphim. Uh, S Bear is capable of returning uh, to the island on his own. Just give him the order to return, and your mission will be complete. Your escort is appreciated. And uh Lucci's just like, hmm. They know. They know. They know. Yeah, <laughs> I know they know. And I, and know, I know they, they know. know.
2: <laughs> oh shit, Josh just <laughs> Josh just fell.
1: <laughs> Olympus has fallen. I hurt.
0: Damn, I thought we were gonna get through an episode without your phone falling.
1: <laughs> no, that was that is crazy. Yeah.
0: Uh <laughs> so. Yeah, Lucci knows that they know. Uh, Kaku is just screaming his head off. I don't remember Kaku being this. Oh, there
2: he goes again. Damn, dude! There he goes again. Pick him up. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, somebody help our boy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway, I don't remember Kaku being this fucking boisterous. I thought he was kind of more of a muted kind of character. Like, well. At least before he got his giraffe. Yeah, he,
2: once you become a giraffe, I feel like you lose all right of becoming serious.
0: Yeah, I think he's just, he's more like out there because he's mad he's a giraffe for the rest of his life, uh, mm. which I understandable. Uh, I think he
1: just accepted who he is. Yeah. A giraffe. Yeah. That's what I think too. It's I'm, more that he's accepted
0: it. Hey, he's always accepted it. Jabra tried to like roast him for it. He's like, I love giraffes. This is the greatest. <laughs> I love being a giraffe. You think this you're hurting cool. me? Right now? Yeah, that's my favorite thing <laughs> in the CP9 arc. Is that he's like, I fucking love giraffes. It's a great thing that I got these powers. There's a little self awareness yeah, like from Oda. Creatures. Yeah, it's a little self awareness from Oda that he knows that he gives his people like shitty powers sometimes. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that was the self awareness.
0: Yeah, but anyway. Um, Lucci picks up the phone and starts and responds to the Vegapunks uh, asking about the uh, Egghead disappearances. And apparently, uh, every, every, every Cypher Pole group that ventures out to Egghead goes missing. Uh, so far, Cypher Poles 5, 7, and 8 have just vanished after visiting Egghead. Um, the Vegapunks seem to deny it in their own little ways. Pythagoras uh, plays dumb, I'm assuming. I think they know what happened and this is, they seem to be responsible. Uh, Lilith gets very defensive. Um, so, yeah, they're basically like, at any rate, you must leave. And uh, Lucci's like, I bet. And he hangs up. And uh, all the other CP0 members ask, uh, what now? And Lucci says, like, prepare to leave the ship behind. We'll use Seraphim Sbear's power to fly to, onto the island. Uh, the moment that we show any aggression, the, the sea beast will devour our ship. So... They plan on uh, on attacking Egghead. Um, meanwhile, we cut back to the Grand Line, to the Kamabaka Kingdom, where um, Kuma has just run off, uh, just ripping off all of, I guess, the uh, machinery, machinery that was repairing him and keeping him stable. Uh, and he activates his pawpaw fruit powers and disappears, uh, assumingly to Egghead. But we'll get into that later. Um so meanwhile, we cut back to the scrap heap where Luffy, Jimbe, Chopper, and uh jewelry Bonnie are with Vegapunk. Um, and last we left off in this uh section of the island, uh Vegapunk has requested that Luffy take him with take him off of Egghead and take him with him wherever he goes. Um, Luffy asks why. And uh, the reason is in so many words, uh he's been squeezing money from the government as much as for as much and as far as long as he possibly could so he can continue experimenting uh and uh trying to get closer and closer to uh discovering an energy source that will kind of uh be unlimited and give people uh a reason to stop these wars for energy uh because uh you know we all it's I guess it's a parallel to the real world we are all fighting for resources in this world and Vegapunk's ultimate dream is to uh, end at least that fight for resources by um, tapping into this ancient energy that once powered the giant robot that is standing right before them. Uh, unfortunately, the closer and closer he got to uh, discovering the en- that same energy, uh, the more he drew the eye of the government and uh, he's realizing that He's learning a little bit too much. Uh, So he knows the government doesn't play that shit and is going to, uh, eliminate him. Uh, so he's asking Luffy to get him off the Island for that reason. And right on cue, the CP zero start, uh, causing fucking problems (laughs) on egghead. Um, the other Vega punks around are, um, are basically watching as, uh, the CBs, uh, tear apart the CP zero ship and, discover that Luchi is on the island. Uh, <laughs> I love that Nami is just like, ooh, I hate him. Go away, Rob Lucci. Uh, you know, Yeah, they
1: all spill away about Cypher Pole.
0: Oh, yeah, they have some beef, uh, if you remember correctly. Uh, Shaka gives the order to evacuate the researchers and the workers and to send Atlas back to the lab and to mo- mobilize the seraphims S-Snake, S-Hawk, and S-Shark Jimbei, Hawkeye, and um, and Boa Hancock, respectively, they're seraphims. Oh,
1: um,
0: and one interesting thing that I pulled from this is that he asked them to put Sentomaro in charge of them,
1: which what does that mean?
0: is interesting. I mean, we haven't seen Sentomaro in a long time, but Sentomaro is also a navy guy, so I wonder. I wonder
1: what did Luffy means. beat him up? No. He do, he, they need to fight again. He probably could, right?
2: Senomaru, was was the best defensive character in the series, right? Like, that's his thing. Well, we'll see. <laughs>
0: Luffy's what? learned a lot.
2: <laughs> no, that was his thing. Yeah, like no, in, he's... in, during the, yeah. during the, uh, that time. He period, beat right? Luffy 1v1.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that was necessarily his, his claim to fame, but he is nice with,
2: I, I thought he was called the world's strongest defense.
0: Oh it could be. I could I'm misremembering then. That's uh, what Otis said. Yeah, you, you look it up. Um huh? That's what Otis said. That's true. <laughs> um in any case, Sentomaru might be on this island. I don't know. We'll see. Um so yeah. Uh Vegapunk asks again, uh if I pack up my belongings, may I Rayquazar a trip out mm. to sea with you? Um and Jinbei's like, uh, You know that your disappearance would be an international scandal. And Luffy's like, Yeah, your head looks funny. Sure. <laughs> For okay. that reason. Oh, what were you saying, Bray?
2: So Senemaru himself says that he's the world's strongest defense. Mm. Mm.
0: That's what Senemaru is. words. Mm. <laughs> well, self proclaimed. I mean, you know, in any case, Luffy couldn't even touch him. So there's something to that. Um, in any case, yep. So Vegapunk's going along with the Straw Hats. Uh, Luffy agrees uh, for his usual Luffy reasoning. Uh, he's like, sure, why not? Your head looks funny. I want you on- <laughs> I want you around. Um, and Vegapunk asks uh, Luffy to pay- take Bonnie up to the Labo phase, and he'll meet him there. And it turns out this Vegapunk has been a hologram the entire time. He uh, disappears uh, just like the other holograms have, and uh, he shocks Luffy and-, and Chopper in doing so. In the meantime, we cut back to the, um, not the Labo phase. This is, uh, damn the, you know, the lower level of, uh, the Vegapunk, uh, of the Egghead Island, uh, where the holograms are, uh, one of the holograms, uh, attacks, uh, Kaku, but of course it's a hologram, so it doesn't really work. Uh, Stussy is very the late.
1: The henchmen are so scared.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Aah! See this guy on the bottom <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah! Shit! i scared too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the bullets do nothing. And then Kaku like shoots off a tempest kick. And then Stussy now mentions that that won't work. It's just a hologram. He's like, mention that first. Uh, and, uh, Luchi mentions that like, oh, you must, you seem to know a lot about this place, Stussy. He's like, of course. I mean, I haven't been here in ages. Um, Kaku uses his, uh, skywalk to go jump up, uh, double jump all his way to the top of, uh, the labo phase. And uh, Stussy, as he's doing that, Stussy is um, explaining that there are these two lines that are running across the the clouds. And as Kaku passes by them, uh, she explains that if you cross those lines, it activates a laser beam as Kaku is smacked right in the face with a fucking laser beam. Um,
1: Full beam of light. Yeah.
0: Which she
1: tanks, by the way.
0: Which she what? Oh, yeah, he does tank it. Yeah. Yeah. me, at that point, that's when Atlas comes out and it's like, who said you were allowed to be more violent than me on Egghead? Uh, and uh, Stussy explains that that is one of the Vegapunks. Uh, Shaka is like, no, stop. You can't handle them. Uh, and I guess Atlas uh, charges up a ultra mighty punch. But that's when uh, Luchi uh, cheetahs up. And uses his six king pistol to basically blow up Atlas's face. Uh, very sad. Yeah. And uh, she falls to the ground. Uh, she's still alive, but her face is just blown up. Um. And at that very moment, the chapter ends with Luffy chopper J- and Jimmy carrying jewelry. Bonnie just passing, crossing, crossing the path that Luchi is on. And uh Lucci- Lucci peeps. He's like straw hat. He's like pigeon guy. And that's where the chapter is. Oh,
1: the disrespect. Not even (laughs) fucking cougar. uh, (laughs) Not even Cheetah Man. (laughs) Uh, Jaguar dude.
0: Yeah, nothing. Um, But yeah, that's uh, the end of the chapter. Josh, what did you think about One Piece chapter 1068?
1: Wow. They made Lucci look threatening again.
0: Oh yeah, he didn't. He, he never did hold up thing. on Atlas. He never did. No, that, I didn't. thought
1: he was soft. I thought he was soft. Oh, <laughs> because he lost back then, and it's been what two and a half years.
0: Yeah, Josh is on a real "What have you done for me lately?" vibe.
1: <laughs> bro, he lost already. He's old news.
0: He is old news, but he's been training. Has he been, has he been training? He's on the CP zero, which is higher than his position before. He's got to be stronger.
1: Was so Kaku, bro? Come on, man. he just got sniped with a laser.
0: Well, you know Zoro moves up with Luffy. You know what I mean. That's true. Zoro.
1: I'm being negative. I'm sure they. I'm sure they have gotten stronger. They're mm. not ready. They're not ready though. You know that. No, you no, know, TPO is not ready for the Straw Hats. I mean, we are. We discussed this before, right? That the strategy is probably going to destroy the brain. And now avoid I think the about straw it. Had.
2: Luchi did bitch a Kainu. He what? Did he? He definitely bitched a Kainu. What do you mean? He sunned him. He literally like sat Ruchi? down with a. Yeah, he sat down with a Kainu and was like, "Don't tell me what to do, stupid little bitch." When did you do that? Just had to sit there and take
0: it. When did he do that? I don't remember that.
2: You don't remember when he sat down with a Kainu when when he was talking to a Kainu? Oh, because he takes orders directly from the celestial. Oh yeah.
0: Americans. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Well, you know, when you have like the literal people you absolutely cannot kill on your side, you I'd be saying something like this. Yeah, reckless.
1: he's, been pre- he's been pretentious.
0: Yeah. You know? L- yeah, but
2: a- Kainu also gets answers from them. So
0: Yeah, but you know, they can't he can't like retaliate anyway. He they these guys like are almost like personal CIA for the for the Celestial Dragons.
2: Yeah, so they have to be pretty damn strong, don't they? Exactly.
0: That's what I was thinking. Or, you know, Luffy solos him pretty fast. Uh, lots of change for Luffy. <laughs> Which would
2: be very anticlimactic. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, at this point, <laughs> it's fine. Take the easy clap.
2: I think it would be super interesting if as soon as the next chapter starts, Luchi's like, all right, let's dip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, let's get out of here. That's Nika, know the sun I totally
1: random, but remember uh, Green Bull... Pulling up to Wano and sapping the life force out of all ninja gap. He was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> he wasn't.
0: He was. Um, he was not. Anyway,
1: okay. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't have, I have a bunch of thoughts for this chapter. Um, I'm I'm interested in them fighting. That's what I want to see. I want to see Luffy just beat the brakes off of Lucci, and I want to see this female character. Be way stronger than the rest of cpl because we don't know who she is and she's mysterious you know how it goes guys yeah no i've been at this longer <laughs> uh all right brian what
0: did you think
2: Um, I thought this was an interesting chapter. You know, I think it was so hyped to see Luchi and Luffy kind of run into each other. And Luffy in typical Luffy fashion, (laughs) where after having Vegapunk disappear, he's like super hyped to go up there and find him just to run into Luchi. That's, this is a pretty fucking badass encounter. And I'm really interested to see what Sendamaru is up to nowadays. Like, I wonder how much stronger he can get because... He is the poster child of Armored Hockey at this point, right? Like since Virgo's gone, saying uh who else is an extremely prominent like defensive character? Virgo? Yeah, and he's dead. So yeah, he it's dead. only Senamaru. So he is carrying the entire weight of Armored Hockey on his back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> gotta be somebody him. else. Huh? I, I guess that was Kaido. Kaido was an armament hockey guy and also No, kings. Kaido, Kaido he
2: was also just had naturally thick skin. But... Kaido was just naturally Everyone thick skin. Everyone uses
1: armament. They all do Yeah, though. but
2: full body shit like everybody
1: who does like a Hika? full body hockey gets their asses whooped. Yes. Yeah, sure. Was that Jaguar's um like was that CPO's thing like that he had a full no, like, full body uh, hockey? No,
0: Lucci never had hockey. I it. Lucci never had hockey when he fought Luffy.
2: He had the fucking, wow. the fucking what's it called?
1: The finger pointing. Yeah, the things. finger gun. No, there's the, like there's a name. Uh, six
2: there's powers.
0: Name the six powers. I'm pretty sure it's the six powers, but you can double check me on that. Um, is that's... this
1: pi- is this pistol move he used the six king pistol? Is that something he used before?
0: Yeah, he yeah, used it on Luffy. It's
1: something that it's one of the one of the abilities for those guys that he failed to beat Luffy with.
0: He put him on the ground and before Usopp came in and gave him his like pep talk. Luffy was Luffy was on dire straits.
1: Oh, maybe I remember this differently.
0: Yeah. Um, do you have any other thoughts Brian besides that?
2: Uh, no. I'm really excited to Oh, I think it's called Rokushiki.
0: Yeah, six powers. It, it like I'm remembering it from like the English translation, but Rokushiki I think is six powers roku is six i know that much from duolingo uh <laughs> uh but in any case yeah, that
2: was a that was a pretty good chapter you know it was fun to see luffy being luffy um he this was like one of the most luffy things that he could do yeah this entire chapter and that's why i like him so much is because he's like such a such a fucking nerd like he doesn't pay attention to anything <laughs> He doesn't give a fuck about anything. He just happens to be in situations that are beneficial to good people all yeah. the
1: time.
0: Yeah. Um, but that's it. Yeah this this chapter was really cool. It was a lot of setup for you know the uh, the conflict that's that we're about to get into. Um, there are a couple things I'm I'm wondering about Sentomaru and just how kind of loyal he is to the government because he is in the science division. He really uh, was like helping vega oh. punk and stuff he worked for him for a while i remember that much um but yeah i wonder if he is more on vega Punk's side than the world government at times like he's on the same timing as vega punk in terms of i work with the government but when push comes to shove it's me you know <laughs> i'm choosing me oh so.
1: that's why Santamaru was with uh with um, Kuma in the first place because he was linked to the science dimension.
0: Yeah, yeah. He was uh he worked with uh Vegapunk and whatnot. So I uh I think that's interesting to see where Sentomaro's allegiances really lie. Uh especially since like Kizaros' uncle or something. He calls him uncle. So uh Uncle um, Kizo? Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Kizo. <laughs> uh yeah.
2: Also I forgot Atlas got fucking murked. <laughs> oh bodied. I forgot that Atlas got fucking murked. Yeah. And is she supposed to be one of the strongest ones?
0: I'll say this. I am I think that these Vegapunk robots are are equipped with some fighting capability, but that's not their focus. Like, I think they pretty much only exist so that Vegapunk can, like, divide his time, basically. Or, like, his resources, his mental capacity. And he has, like, a bunch of weapons and these traps around the island to compensate uh, for the fact. But... Yeah, I don't think uh, these guys are made to be very strong for, for whatever reason, or whether he couldn't do it or, you know, he wanted them to serve a specific purpose and didn't really expect them to have this problem. <laughs> uh, like, I don't think he ever imagined that he'd be up against CP0 specifically. It is One more tiring. thing. Oh, um, go for it.
2: The whole thing with Kuma um i'm a little interested to see what ends up happening with that because he's gonna end up there and he's probably gonna be the he's probably gonna encounter Esper, right so Mm. i wonder i wonder if it's possible for vega punk to transfer kuma's like consciousness into Esper
0: that's a good question
2: um because that could be what vega punk is kind of heading to like going to do because there's a lot of emphasis on bonnie right Mm -hmm. and and he is also kind of remorseful for what he did to kuma i don't know if that's been mentioned or not but yeah that could be the case and so this could be because he made kuma not human anymore right so he could have had a backup for Kuma that if, if the chance given could bring him back in S-Bear, probably. So, I mean, there's a chance that Kuma comes back and even stronger.
0: Yeah, it's also a possibility that he could just awaken Kuma's personality within the PX model That's that was with the revolutionaries. Because that is his real but, body.
2: Yeah, but his body is so fucked up. Hey, but he is, if if he is going to Egghead, that wouldn't be a problem, though. Yeah, because they would fix him
0: if he comes back. I think what's... I guess, like, I'll continue in with my thoughts and say what I think about that. But um, I think what uh, what's going to happen is Kuma's going to come in and fight Luchi. Or, like, boop him away. Uh, that would be pretty fire if he just came in and was like, get out of here.
1: All right. Now you go on a two-year training. <laughs> <art>. <laughs> Again. But you're not fucking ready yet.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's a possibility. I think he's definitely going to protect Egghead at some capacity. Um, but yeah, it, it is good to see Luchi again. Um, it is funny. You forget that, like, Lucci was, like, the first person to really push Luffy to the edge since Crocodile. Crocodile? Because he had... He, no, what about Eneru? Eneru didn't, like...
2: Eneru didn't really do shit to Luffy. Exactly. Oh, Yeah. If you really think about it, Eneru was probably one of one of Luffy's weakest opponents if you yeah. really think about it. Yeah.
0: I mean, Eneru did things to prolong the fight and you know, like keep Luffy from fighting him. Like he played keep away a lot, but all of Luffy's attacks were pretty deadly to to, to Eneru. He, he had very yeah. little constitution or uh or fucking um durability because of how little he's been hit. So every time Luffy hit him, it was devastating. Uh, that being
2: said, anybody else but Luffy against Eneru and it's a tough fight.
0: Yeah, I think Oda has said like Eneru is among one of the stronger people in the One Piece verse. But, you know, Luffy is just like his natural enemy. So there was no way. Natural
2: um, enemy of the gods? will, of will and of rubber. D.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Skype is way more important than we know. Like that shit's all going to come back and we're all going to feel like, fuck,
1: we should pay paid more no than the liar.
0: Um, but anyway, uh, I think I had one more thing. Oh yeah. The Luchi thing. Yeah. I, if they do fight, I do expect it to be a little bit of a fight seeing as how much of a problem Luchi was for Luffy before. Um, and he's, they're both like bumped up and stronger now. I don't think Luffy would win. Uh, Oh no, Luchi would win, but, he would do stuff. <laughs> he would beat him up a little bit. Um. There's uh one more thing. I, I I heard this from somebody on TikTok. I wish I remember their username, but like somebody talked about how One Piece, like fans tend to kind of like um get uh kind of like one track minded into uh putting these guy this guy is above this guy power wise, uh. Mm-hmm. And there's no way they would win. But the point, like a lot of what Oda does, is have pe- have villains win wars but not battles. In a sense, like they they're able to not by not defeating Luffy, they're able to do a bunch of other shit to fuck up everything. Um, mm. You know, Crocodile was a prime example of that. Like Crocodile didn't really have to defeat Luffy fully for him to get pretty far in, in his objectives and his goals. So. It's fair. Yeah, I don't know. It did
1: cause the collapse of his situation, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, for sure. It'll always end <laughs> that way. But in theory, Luchi's goal is to get rid of the Vegapunks. So, I don't know. He doesn't necessarily have to beat Luffy right now. He just needs to kill Vegapunk. Uh, so, we'll see. Um, I'll, uh, I'll include the, uh, the username of that creator um, in post. Uh, if I remember, I'm sorry if I don't, (laughs) uh, but yeah, that was a, that was a good point. That's all I got to really say about, um, One Piece this week. Very good chapter. Um, oh, it also won the really good chapter of the week poll for the audience.
1: Certified RGC. Oh, wow. RGC Certified RGC. It
0: was a very close vote this time. Um, we had, uh, 10 votes total and, uh pretty much uh, One Piece won 30% of the vote where it was divided pretty evenly between the other series. So I think it literally won by one vote. Uh, Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you guys want to uh, cast your vote for your favorite series next week, uh, the poll goes up every Sunday into Monday morning uh, before we record for sure. And um, it stays up for a while. Twitter usually gives me a time limit, but YouTube, I can keep it up forever, basically uh so yeah uh do that do that up and without further ado i mean i don't know if you have any rebuttals josh nah um
1: i'm ready to move on
0: all right brian stepped out so he doesn't get a rebuttal uh let's move onward jujutsu kaisen
1: and i got that this week oh yeah Oh, right. By Gigi Akutame. One of my favorite manga creator names. Because it's very easy to remember and say. Um, This is Chapter 206. Title Stars and Oil Part 2. Last week, we had a showdown between Yuki a A showdown! Yuki between Yuki and Kenjaku, um, which was basically two tough people talking a lot of shit to each other and getting it popping. You know the shit we love here at New Jump City, right? Oh, so, yeah, um, yeah. they, uh, Maki, Maki. I'm sorry, come Yuki. On. Come on, bro. revealed her uh, curse technique. Are you saying something? I said, come on, bro. <laughs> All right, Yuki. <laughs> Yuki revealed her uh, her curse technique. Star rays that allows her to add mass to her to her hits, I guess. Yeah, to herself. With no drawbacks to with no foreseeable drawbacks. Mm-hmm. And she also has a cursed spirit that can turn into a little ball and assist her, and I guess really take a hit too. Yeah, because it gets hit with all that mass. Um. Yeah. So. Uh towards the end of that chapter my uh, Yuki uh revealed that her intention had a plan to force Kenjaku to activate his uh domain first and how they plan to counter it and they explained that in this chapter. So um like I said we cut to the you know uh the past before they got in before um Kenjaku and Yuki and uh, Chosa was fighting and uh Tenjin's explaining to Yugi that when he's all right, even though uh, Kenjaku's an incredibly powerful sorcerer, nobody's a big boy like Tenjin when it comes to barrier <laughs> techniques. So he's like, Don't worry, I could handle it. Just make sure he uses his domain expansion. I'll tear it apart, and then you can, you know, just beat him up, I guess, or whatever. And Yugi's like, I oh, don't know, you sure? Like, He's, he's really strong. Like, you're that confident? He's like, yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, I'll, come on. I'll counteract its vector parameters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that one down. <laughs> <It's vector. laughs> he said, I'm going to counteract its
0: vector parameter. <laughs> it's vector.
1: <laughs>
0: it's wow. light work. It's light you're work. Gone. You want to contract vector parameters? No, it's counteract. Counteract, counteract vetor, v- vector parameters.
1: He's gonna adjust. Kenjaku's gonna adjust his barrier to counteract Kenjaku's uh, barrier via its vector parameters. Yeah. <laughs> you see all the hand motion. <laughs> that's
0: what it's makes it really That's what up, makes it clear and concise. It's
1: happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's
2: him. That's him moving around the vector parameters you know yeah
1: yeah exactly that's the the limit of the vector parameter. (laughs) what the fuck is that i feel like it's maybe the 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 crucial points
0: okay what i think it is is that literally it's kind of like um (laughs) the the diameter the the vicinity of the domain so there's the empty barrier that they exist in and then there's the actual bar- the domain coming out of Kenjaku. You know that space they right. make? Yeah. That's I He's think gonna... That's the that's the vector parameters.
1: I don't know. I think the vector parameters No, no, no. no. Do you not understand?
0: Variation. I'm moving my hands. This I... <laughs> These are my vector parameters. <laughs>
1: but I think Kenjaku's
0: I'm, it would be his, but his vector parameters expand way outward.
1: As far as, for argument's sake, arms reach. Yes. These, the hands are the vector parameters and tangent, as he says, I'm going to fuck with them. Yes. And, and break it apart. Yeah. Guys, you got to watch the YouTube. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> if you, you want to watch Look, us do this. Who knows, <laughs> yeah. listen and know, I fucks with y'all. Yeah. Uh regardless. But anyway, 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 anyway. Yeah. Enough of that. So that's the point. You know. Um well Yuki brings up a pretty interesting point that, like, you know, instead of you know, like wait, hold on. I'm sorry, I have to actually go over this. So, all right, so she's saying instead of waiting for him to open up his domain, why don't I open up my domain first, which will force him to open up his domain. And then we could, you know, weaken it sooner. And he's like, nah, because then the domains out of layer would be your domain. And I would just throw your vector parameters.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Respectfully. Yeah.
0: yeah. Because his vector parameters would be inside your vector parameters.
1: Right, right, right. And that's not what we want. Yeah, no, it's not the aim here to get the no vectors
0: because if I destroy your vector parameters, parameters first, he has time to stop expanding his vector parameters.
1: <laughs> you just gotta be a if how many times people have said vector parameters. If, in one if there is, podcast. we broke it or once each ever. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, she look, she's saying, All right, whatever, you get the point. She can't open up her barrier because it's gonna fuck with Tenjin's super cool technique. And he's like, you get Kenjaku to open his domain, then I dispel it, and then after that, beat his ass. But <laughs> we don't have to guess that this plan was not really well thought out. Because DD himself says that they miscalculated. Oh,
0: big panel. Big, all black panel. is like, they miscalculated. You know, it's like yeah. uh, that It's Always Sunny thing. Where they do the i don't know if you know it
1: i don't i'm sorry
0: brian do you know what i'm talking about the it's always sunny in philadelphia theme song yeah yeah where they if um, you guys
1: watch that show leave a comment and tell me that i'm whack for not watching it yeah and and, and please leave a like
0: it's really like their theme song before they go into the show there's like a cold open and then they do some they they say they're gonna do something and then the title card will just say how it went wrong or what they did. And that's and they play this, like, peaceful music over it. And that's what happened here. That's uh, what I imagine.
1: Right. Kind of like, and this is where they fucked up.
0: Yeah. Right. This is where they fucked up. Anyway, you go
1: then, on. <laughs> no, it's actually really interesting how it fucks up. So, okay. The plan goes into motion. He activates his wound perfusion of nastiness and... Um, it starts to get gross out there. Expands his domain. Yuki tries her best to set up her, not just a regular simple domain, but a new shadow style simple domain. That girl with the sword is, is trained by her. No, That's but I think so she could use their cool. technique. Huh?
0: I think she could use their technique. I don't because uh, there's a couple people who use this.
1: There's a, there's the guy the yeah. um, the uh the male adult. Yeah, there's the too. guy with
0: the trench coat that also has a samurai. Maybe he
1: taught it. her that and she just Maybe. became way better. Maybe, I have no right? idea. Yeah, students get pa- oh, surpassed the teachers all the time. Okay. Yeah. Um but you know her simple domain which was essentially a defensive uh maneuver is getting stripped away rapidly so you know Yuki has to pull up. And then You know, Tenjin starts breaking down the uh, wound (laughs) perfusion and Kataka sees through it immediately. He's and he says that it's an old maneuver from a shut in, right? Mm -hmm. (sighs) So Tenjin is basically trying to slowly, (laughs) I like how he's like moving his finger. The Mm -hmm. the Doctor Strange thing, it's like, (laughs) yeah, come on, come on. You're trying to like
0: unwind <laughs> it and undo it. Oh, uh, dude, you ever like running said, out of time and you're watching the loading bar?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on now. Like, uh, c- 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 come on now. It's like <laughs> when you had a PS2 yeah.
0: and you were about to leave for something with your mom or something. You're just like, oh Wait. yeah, I
1: have to play Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> I love loading going to take forever sometimes. Yeah, and that's what Maybe Kenjaku's experience. Show your spaceship flying. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah, man. Kenjaku's like. Yeah, I know exactly what you're doing. Listen, listen real quick. I've been through some shit, Tengen, all right? This whole time you've been in your little fucking domain chamber doing the same shit, breathing the same air, eating, having the same sustenance. Well, I've been out living in this wicked fucking cursed world. A thousand years of conflicts and alliances, a cursed world. <clears throat> oh, man. So Yuki's... Um, simple domain gets eradicated and she gets fucking destroyed. Yeah. Um right as that happens, Tengen dispels his uh um what's it called? The empty barrier, which also dispels his domain as like a last measure. But it's too late because Yuki is essentially dead on the ground. So, um, can, you know, can, Jack Jack was basically talking more shit, like talking about how, like, you know, had you actually like, you know, taken risk in life and gone and, and, and been out there and lived, you know, you wouldn't have made such like a shallow, like, uh, uh, strategy, you know, came to those conclusions. Mm -hmm. And Then he starts to kind of criticize Yuki, like, you know, like you shouldn't have relied on him. You know what I mean? You should have just went at me full force. ain't nothing your little Pokemon over there is still <laughs> up and running. <laughs> hey,
0: Rayquaza hasn't fainted.
1: Huh. Hmm. interesting. Hmm. And then we see we see Yuki the zombie corpse rise. <laughs> 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 Girl, she's dead. Look at her. Yeah. She's a, she. Her arm is is pasta fusilli, and um, you should look it up. Fusilli pasta. It's actually very good too. Mm. It's like a it's like a long. Um, it's
0: a swirly one, m- right?
1: Maco. Yeah, but the long one.
0: Yeah, the long swirly pasta.
1: Yeah, it's very good. Anyway, <laughs> so she rises, and then he has to look back at the Pokemon because it starts to dash at him, you know. And I guess it's I guess it's really dangerous that he couldn't just block it, like, you know, like what is like a gangster block. Mm-hmm. You know how, like, when people are clearly stronger than you, mm-hmm. they could just, you know, it's inconsistent, but I get it right? He didn't. He dies because you know it's a big deal. And he's like, damn, she's still conscious? Like, what the fuck? Like, alright, like, this guy's fighting me, probably trying to give her time to heal. Like, all right, I'm about to, um, like, let me pull up on her. And then before he gets to finish his thought, again, the corpse of Yuki rises to still fight against, uh, Kenjaku. She's, like, swinging on him with, with a, well... No, like oh, I said, her arm's a noodle. Yeah, she's on uh, Miracle time.
0: Noodle. This is Miracle. She's on
1: Miracle Time. Yeah, she's like kick, <laughs> yeah. She's like kicking it all raggedy. Dare I say he was influenced by by Miracle. Maybe. I hope not. I'm a hater. I'm a hater. <laughs> uh is like, why won't you hear yourself? And she's like, because uh, uh, I'm about that life. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Let's just fight. So boom, you know, they're getting it in. Uh, the Shikigami hits him in the back. She then wraps around his head, and he he fucking kicks it <laughs> like that. And like, she's giving it up. Yeah. And then it's like still squeezing him, and she starts throwing up blood. And he's like, "All right, now you're really like dying, dying, dying." Like before, he was dead. Now I can see like you just can't do it anymore. And he's like, all right, you know, you thought you surprised me, but I'm that nigga. I've been him. I'll always be him for another <laughs> thousand years. Yuki's like, it was never about me. Don't forget about my boyfriend. And Chosi pulls up with a, a blood bomb. Blood something. A, it was his cool technique.
0: Yeah, it was his cool blood technique.
1: It was a, There was a name to it.
0: Piercing blood something?
1: I don't know. Yeah. Something yeah.
0: Like that.
1: It's going to like Kenjaka's world, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. And we... I'm also, that was the end of the chapter, but I'm also going to predict that Kenjaku will die. Yes. Maybe obviously. not die, die, like, like you know, Yuki, but he's going to die one way or another.
0: hmm. Well, I guess we can get into it. He'll,
1: he'll lose one of his villain lives. Yeah. Anyway, what's your thoughts, Brian? Go
2: for it, Brian. Honestly at the end of this chapter (laughs) i was so hype (laughs) i was so fucking hype when i saw my voice show so pull up from behind (laughs) that shit was so fucking sick when she went oh god this was my rgc Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) wait no never mind this isn't my rgc
0: whoa damn you attracted your rgc
2: yeah i forgot about another series, but yeah, I wonder. This really... is not
1: the RGC for you.
2: No, no, it was close though. It was really close, really fucking close. Actually,
0: hold on.
1: You gotta make Brian a fucking playing call playing here. Games. Yeah, you
0: gotta make a fucking call here, Brian.
1: Hold Why on. Don't you give the rest of your thoughts.
0: Give your thoughts. And then come to Give TV. your thoughts and then let your feelings guide you. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. So honestly, all right. So this chapter was pretty decent for me like i i enjoyed it for most of the chapter right but then when it got to the end that was when i was like oh my goodness what a fucking cool ass fucking moment (laughs) (laughs) the the callback with the i like the rough type line the the fucking choso pulling up doing his shit and just how fucking determined and gritty this fucking uh what's her name yuki yeah you, just how gritty and determined she is like she's fucking fighting with a broken arm a bloody face that shit is so sick <laughs> like Jujutsu Kaisen is so special for these moments because we don't even spend that much time with her and she's already a fucking badass in comparison to most characters like most manga can't pull something like this off having such a unique and, and awesome character just pull up and do her thing and be so
1: interesting um, I mean guys my bad I'm sorry to butt in Brian but mm-hmm. page, page 16 of Jujutsu Kaisen come on guys yeah that's a fucking sick
2: ass fucking page
1: that's a poster right there yeah and the reason to. the reason why it's not even
2: it's not even her being like pointlessly reckless it's literally just to make sure that kenjaku doesn't doesn't get back into in like into tip top shape you know because if she takes time to recover he also is taking time to recover and then they're back in square one so she just has to keep the assault going and she's doing it <laughs> she's fighting arguably probably the strongest character at the moment with a broken arm with two broken arms <laughs> and a bloody face yeah N- name a like other than yuji name a character who's going to do some shit like miruko <laughs> uh
0: mario no, leona in
2: i'm talking <laughs> about in in the jujutsu kaisen okay
0: yeah no itadori a uh, toto toto would toto maybe toto did i don't know he lost his arm <laughs> he,
2: he lost his arm but he didn't break both his fucking arms that's true
0: he broke think one has of his arms.
2: One good arm. Yeah, he
0: has one good arm. She has one good arm.
2: No, she does. Yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. Oh, yeah,
2: and it chose I think what really brought this chapter around for me was the I like the rook type and Cho showing up. It's a cold that line. Was such a. That was actually one line. of the most, one of the coolest lines in I've seen. And seeing this animated will be so fucking awesome. Oh. Oh yeah. what is it? Uh Chris, you do you do your shit first. You do your shit first. Um, then I'll, I'll I'll decide later. I'll make it
0: easy. This is my really good chapter of the week. Um Josh, what do you think and is it yours? Um yes. Mm.
2: You guys just get your thoughts. Get your thoughts. All on.
0: right. Well, look, this is my really good chapter of the week. It was just so fun. Um I Jujutsu Kaisen has like probably the best fight scenes. Out of any manga in Jump, really, or at least the ones I'm more excited for. Like whenever people square up in Jujutsu Kaisen, I get pretty excited. Uh, this is, among other things, this is one of the like um, selling points of the series: is that it's a it's a very fun one uh, to watch. It, it it has like kind of the perfect balance of just gritty and uh, and just like fucking. Brutal and just like hand to hand combat and cool stuff, but also the cerebral element to it, it strikes yeah. that balance really, really well. Um, and I, I'm i excited for it whenever it happens. Uh, and this is no exception. Um, I don't know, I mean, obviously, uh, I don't think Kenjaku's dying here, it would be a genuine shock. Whoa, <laughs> uh, believe, hey, yeah, I guess I'm breaking the news. I don't think Kenjaku, the antagonist for the whole series is gonna die is gonna drop dead here uh but yeah I, I I'm wondering how this fails if they die I, I don't think she'd it'd be weird if they took out Yuki right now <laughs> you know it would be cool to see her fight at her full capacity see her use her do- domain and all that stuff um but yeah to to Brian's point it is really cool to see Yuki giving it up it's very smart you know because uh, Kenjaku can't use his curse techniques anymore. Because of the bear, because of the domain stuff, uh, so she's got to keep the pressure on, uh, otherwise sh- he'll be able to use him again. Um, so you know, unfortunately, that means she can't heal herself with reverse curse technique. So, uh, it it is like, it is uh very miracle esque. I think she would do the same mm-hmm. thing, but it is uh pretty cool. Yeah, there's not much to say. I also love the ending there. It was uh it was a shock to me too. I thought Choso was out. <laughs> i thought choso was yeah. done so you know it, it was cool to see him come back and uh and do a little something uh good for him he
1: regained health on the sideline
0: yeah for real i wonder if he was just i like... don't know
1: if y'all remember it's another video game reference but like in marvel vs. capcom mm-hmm. if you like your character has like that red bar yeah yeah and then their health and if you retreat, if they retreat, they thought they gain like health a little bit in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like you only for what's like you know within the red, right. So yeah, he he wasn't all the way out.
0: Yeah, no. Um, in any case, I really love this chapter. I love reading it. Um, I don't got much else to say. It was, it was great, uh, Josh. What did you think?
1: Man, obviously, like I said, it was my RGC. Oh, um, We're waiting yeah.
0: on one. We can't really. I know before we hit the
1: drop. Before we hit the drop. Um, but yeah, it's a very dynamic fight. I mean, as Yuki says, I in manga, I also like the rough types. I like the brothers, yo. They get it busy, you know. But that's what's so unique about Jujutsu Kaisen because everybody's a thinker, and not because oh we're all smart. It's because that's how it is when you have to fight all the time. You had in your in life with death situations. There's a lot of Depth and thought and creativity involved. That in order to save your own ass, I would imagine. So, yeah, it's 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 very realistic. Like it's not it's not too much, you know. Other series could get a little a little too intense and kind of like pull me out of out of like the situation because it's a little too too much.
0: It could
1: be like that a little bit sometimes too, I guess. But um, yeah.
0: yeah, I thought like I, I said, thought I like- Jujutsu Kaisen was like that, but then I read Hunter x Hunter and then I was like, "Oh,
1: yeah." <laughs> yeah. I, there's a few, you know, like you know, other series have done it like here and there too. But anyway, um the fact that he went through the 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 time to give us that flashback about what their plan was and then breaks it down so like it's there isn't like this grand strategy to why the plan didn't work out it was just a matter of like look like i i know like i'm just i'm just stronger than that i'm better than that but the reason is that because i have so much more experience i've had other people try to do this shit to me before you know stronger than you you know more clever than you you know under more pressure you know in various different situations so it was just a smooth way to try like to 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 try to to, to change in the pace of, of the, the fight. Like they left us on a cool cliffhanger and then he just shut all that shit down.
2: Fuck it, RGC. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Oh, was I convincing?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: It just makes too much sense. Was that mean I didn't feel this way about the other manga. I just Did like I help? the uh, yeah, yeah, you guys did help. Because <laughs> you guys all also feeling the same way I felt. Dude, nothing can explain. Like, the feeling, I I audibly went, oh, shit! I don't do that often when reading a manga. Right. <laughs> that was
1: fucking awesome. Yeah. Well,
2: <laughs> there was
1: a few moments this week, um, especially in the next series we're going to come for, where I audibly was like, oh... You know, like you say something, it's a big deal. And yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen does that frequently. And
0: oh, that is, yeah.
1: A lot of that happened in the fight. I really, there's something about Yuki having this tag team creature. I guess it's because I love Pokemon. You know what I mean? And I like, even in like other stuff I've read or, or games i played, like, like Kingdom Hearts, for example. I love having the assist characters. There's something so fucking cool about that. Like teaming up mm-hmm. and getting up on people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so this is just a, an incredibly fun chapter. I love the facial expressions. When he's like, why won't you heal yourself? Because <laughs> he, he's like, oh, oh, my oh God, boy. The oh, boy. Oh, boy. I keep hitting the table. Come that's on, man. Sorry for everybody listening. Um, nah, it's, it's it's the way it, he, he he thinking that like he he feels that way because he knows that oh that would have been the smarter decision and she's just being reckless, which is you know it's it's a bit of that's why I said like you were trying to surprise me like he did get caught off guard and it could have worked if she was able to deal some type of fatal blow to him, you know what I mean? If that was really the plan. Of what she was trying to do mm-hmm. um so it's just like she she ran out of steam and he was like yeah all right uh your barrage wasn't enough after i hit you with the full force of my gravity great chapter i loved it
0: yeah this is um our uh unified really good chapter of the week
1: unified rgc unified Yeah, I love hearing the 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 One Piece music. Yeah,
0: honestly, it's my favorite part of doing the unified. I'm always hoping we get a unified, really good chapter because I am fond of this drop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, that was Jujutsu Kaisen. If you're not reading Jujutsu Kaisen, we'll say it every week. You're missing out. Uh, with that being said, uh, are we good to move on? Yes. All right, then let us do so. <laughs> Hunter Hunter This is Hunter Hunter chapter 397 Founding Part 3. Um
1: Alternate Chapter alternate title chapter Where is Halumi?
0: Uh what? Who's Halumi?
1: Where is Um Killua's older brother? Oh, Ilumi. Oh, excuse me.
0: Whoop. <laughs> anyway. This is Hunter Hunter Chapter 397 Founding Part 3. Um, last we left off with Hunter Hunter, we have been spending some time getting to to know the origin of the fandom troupe. Um last we left off, they we were basically in their childhood. Uh and in Meteor City, they were basically this like little fledgling theater troupe, you know. Uh it's very adorable. <laughs> they were just kids just scrounging around this uh this trash city, uh, to find like little tapes that of uh, of, of Power Rangers that they could dub over and uh, and display to the kids that live here, um, and uh, you know they were continuing on to kind to to kind of uh, give these performances, uh, but one of their uh one of the one of their troop members uh, named Sarasa has disappeared, um, so the Phantom Troop, uh. It, Goes off to go and find them, uh, find her, but they really can't. Uh, and they arrive at the place where they usually screen uh, their fan dubs. And, um, you know, all the kids are really excited, but Crollo breaks the news that, uh, they could not, they have to cancel the screening because, uh, Sarasa, who plays the orange cleaner, has been missing. And, uh, they're going to look for her, basically. And Crollo feels really bad. He explains that, you know, uh, there's just been increasing kidnappings of children all over meteor city. And I, and we let her go home by herself. Uh, it's, it's my fault and, uh, we're sorry. I'm going to go look, we're going to go look for her. Uh, and all the kids in the audience, uh, volunteer to look. Uh, it's a very sweet moment. Um, everybody is just like, yeah, we'll ask the factory chief and the men to help as well. And if we tell them that Krollo asking, nobody will refuse. Um, and yeah, the search goes on, and uh, they arrive at this really dark woods, um, where they find uh, a a single bag hanging off of a branch with a note stabbed into a tree. And Krollo um, goes over to to look uh, with Uvogin, um, and Uvogin can't read, so he like looks over to the note that was left, and he was like, Krollo, what does that say?" And Krolo commands uh, Uvo to basically cut down the rope, uh, the the bag that's hanging off the branch. Uh, Uvo Green does so, and it lands in Krolo's arms. He opens it up, and yeah, um, Sasara, or I'm sorry, uh, what's her face, Sarasa is in that. Sarasa. Yeah, she's she's in there, uh, fucking dead. Uh, it's very depressing. <laughs> um, and yeah, it really is. And there's a note inside as well, and um, Uvogin tries to get Krolo to fucking read the note for them, and Krolo refuses. He says, I'll never speak of it, and if you want to read it, then you should learn how to read it yourself. Um, Uvogin storms off. Uh, Machi is just like, we need to take her home. You know, we can't leave her like this. Um, and yeah, they, they take her to Meteor City again, and and they're holding a funeral for her. Uh, her body is completely intact and, and fine as it was um, due to uh, the abilities of a woman named Renko uh, who lives there, who, uses, uh, who seems to be using a Nen uh, an ability that allows her to embalm people uh, to basically restore their bodies to what they used to be. Um, they bury the tape of the power cleaners with, uh, with Sarasa. Uh, and Machi goes up to Reiko and asks, uh, Renko and asks if, uh, they can learn the embalming thing. And she's like, no, my embalming isn't a technique, but it's a special ability. So, you know, and she's like, and Machi asks, is like, is that related to the light that's around your body? And you're like, you can see aura. Um, so yeah, I guess the kids had a propensity for Nan at a very young age. Uh, so yeah, at that point, Renko is, uh, is like get permission from your wet nurses and get on the last bus and tell them you want to go to Kimori Valley and they'll, uh, they'll take you to me and I'll teach you stuff. Um, At that point uh, we get a scene between Uvo and, uh, and Krollo. they're walking and Krollo is asking Uvogine to wait for three years Uh, because Uvogin is already on his way out of meteor city to track down the people who did this um and Crollo implores him not to go because you know the world's going to change in 3 years basically i think he implies that the internet's going to be created in 3 years
1: uh, <laughs> that you seen seeing into the future
0: <laughs> yeah he's like in 3 years uh there'll be a way to communicate with people uh basically through airwaves all that stuff and um at that point there will be uh it will as evil hides in the shadows here there will also hide in that realm as well, and we'll be able to connect to their network and, you know, um, prepare a loophole for them so they can uh, have a place to share all of their shitty criminal activities while uh pursuing the police. Uh And we'll create this land and pick out the ones we want from there, and that's how we'll track down the people. Uh Shalnark, who is the tech guy, I think, of the, of the troop, is basically like, yeah, let's fucking do that. Um, and the other troop members come out of the, out of the trees. Uh, it's funny in this particular panel, they all look so fucking massive. The trees are like up here to them. Uh, yeah, but especially,
1: uh, Frankenstein.
0: Yeah. Franklin. Um, but yeah, uh, basically they're, uh, they're all coming together and being like, yeah, let's go. Let's, let's build our shit. Uh, you know, make some preparations and uh, we'll have the power and skill to take them out when uh, when we're ready. Uh, and crollo mentions one other thing that's very important, that they'll need resolved it, uh, and the will to devote their lives to the cause. In three years time, crollo will end up killing a lot of people. Um, mm. And he's like, I know that's not what Sarasa would want, but if I ever see her again and I would happily apologize over and over. Still, I'll never let them get away with it not in this life. Um, and he basically explains that he's going to live the rest of his life as a villain, one that the whole world will fear. And he's going to redesign uh, himself and meteor city and, uh, ensure that small time crooks would stay far, far away from meteor city. And, uh, he looks up to Uvogin and asks him to help as the leader of the troop. And, um, he uh, Uvogin looks down and he says "Crolo, you're the leader. With you as leader, I will follow you until I die." Funny, funny you say that. Uh <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the chapter ends with uh some time passing. They're all like uh young adults at this point. Uh and the chapter ends with Crolo procre- pro- proclaiming that together they are the spider. And uh, that's where the chapter ends. Uh, Josh, what did you think of chapter one, three thousand and ninety-seven?
1: This was a this was an excellent chapter. Foremost, um, also really deep. It it all right. It, it, I have some questions. You know, in the form of thoughts. Thoughts in the form of questions. So it seems like them being this evil group of people seems to have been like the point so that they can attract other evil people so they could find the assassins who killed Sarasa or just people in general who move like that so they could punish them or whatever. That seems to have been the initial plan, right? I mean, that that's what I think. I'm starting to think that Brian might be right, that this Kurta clan probably did something real shisty. Uh, i'm not convinced that the kurda clan did this why it's not a the kurta clan didn't have to do anything to sarasa what if in the future they find out because again it's it's more than this whole movement is not just for sarasa it's for meteor city in general you know yeah. so they're gonna run into a lot of you know that's the whole point for them to attract like big time criminals so that they can punish them if they try to act up or whatever, I guess, you know? And, um, yeah, maybe they end up running into the Curda clan and, and finding a reason to assassinate them. That's what I'm thinking. That's what, that's what this had me thinking towards the end of the chapter, but I have a, man. On it. All right. I, I'm gonna wrap up my thoughts real quick. Cause I don't have that much more to be honest. I just want to say this is a well-made chapter. The way it, sh- I mean, in the first few pages leading up to finding out that Sarasa was dead, on page six, it's something the way he drew the trees in the forest and how you seen the, like, he drew, he seen Krollo's face at the top looking, you know, because he knew. He knew what time it was. Like, he, he the, the the shock and horror and despair. And then you just see the rectangle box, like, panel, of, a, of just a single bag and then you see it in the distance among like this, the like the shaded background. It kind of reminds me of a book I read when I was really young called Where the Wild Things Are. And not that it has anything to do with it. There wasn't anyone dying in that. That's for sure. I don't know if you guys ever read that book when you were young. i seen the movie adaptation. But, oh, I didn't see it. Was it good? I don't remember it all that much. Hmm, that means it probably wasn't all that. But anyway, I just it it grabbed me, man. These next few pages, the way he's like, "I'm not fucking telling you what it's what it says," and I don't care. Like, I'm not I'm not repeating that shit. Find out for yourself. If you you know, that was that was emotional. Damn, Cody was folded up in a bag. I had it. Thank God there was a NEN technician around them. A Nen health technician. bro. Yeah. Because that was... That was disgusting. Yeah. Hunter x Hunter makes it very real. They don't be around a bush. Nope. He doesn't give a fuck what people say. You know that. People glorify the Night Troop all the time. Phantom. It's a shame. It's a shame that that happened with My Hero Academia. That people... Got to Horikoshi, seemingly.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. Uh, that's pretty much my thoughts. I, I I enjoyed this chapter.
0: Brian, what did you think?
1: Theory. Time. This was
2: a. This was my runner-up. It was very close. It was very fucking close. But th- this was my runner-up. Um, I thought this chapter was really interesting because it kind of shows like the deep tie between all these guys all these kids and meteor city it shows why um the phantom troop really love their city like they have that camaraderie like they all grew up here they've been through some shit together they did so much for their city and the kids in it like it just adds more of the bond that they have with the city that we just We just knew that they loved their city so much, but we didn't know how how much, like why exactly, and what they do. Um, But uh, I really loved the the buildup for all this, and then just to finally show us what set them down the path they went down. And you know what, it makes sense for them to, like this makes sense to have like a childhood friend get killed the way that she did. In the fashion that they were killed in, like that, that would set off anybody to like be like, "Not nah, this isn't happening to anybody in my city ever again." Like that, that kind of determination to like make a change in your city is a, it's it like crollo had it, and he, you see it in his actions to this day. Um, but here's where my theory comes into play, right? So the notes are purposely like hell withheld from us what's what's said in it. So I don't think the kurt clan had anything to do with this um what I think happens to the kurt clan is that they are an example of what happens when you fuck with Meteor City. right. That's what I think. I don't think I the kurt clan so- even did anything that bad. They probably did some some minor fucked up shit to Meteor City, right? And mm-hmm. they were just the people who were there at the wrong place at the r- and the wrong time. Like they were the people who were chosen to make an example. Like this, don't fuck with Meteor City or y- this is what's going to happen to you. We're going to fuck up y- all, your entire life and then sell your eyes on the fucking market. Um, So that's what I think probably ended up happening. But that's just my guess, because I feel like making the Kurt clan evil just to justify their actions just isn't the play. I feel like there there's two sides to this coin. Like, I think maybe the Kurt clan did something bad, but not bad enough to warrant this. But also uh, the Phantom Troop being in such a fucked up and like downtrodden city that can be easily exploited. They have to send a message. To protect their people. So that shit like that don't happen. So it's like... It's like a... Like a moral... moral um, What's it called? A moral dilemma. Essentially. Like... Brutally kill people for the sake of... Millions of people in the future? Or... Do you just keep letting people... Get brutally murdered the way Sarasa was?
1: Society failed Media City. The world did, you know? Mm-hmm. Humanity failed them by allowing people to declare it as, like, a essentially lawless land. Even though things were starting to change a little bit, which is why the hunters were, like, mentioning, like, oh, you know, it's not going to be like this for too much longer. But it was still made like that at a certain point. So this is their reaction to that. I think it's important to always keep that frame of reference. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not like this you, you know what I mean? Like, like pe- people allowed it to be this way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't just you know, it wasn't just this bad place just because it's bad. Like people picked on these these poor, like you know, it's, it's these all these citizens that really can't fend for themselves, and it's mostly kids and shit, right? It's like elders and kids, yeah, for the most part, like. Yeah. Almost like a reverse Neverland or something. Like a fucked up, crooked Neverland that they're in. Like a spooky fairy tale. Well, anyway, I'm sorry. As you were saying, Brian.
2: No, I I mean, that was most of my thoughts was this whole thing with the Phantom Troop. Um, I'm really curious to see what goes, if they keep going with this. Um, I wonder if they're gonna save the rest of this backstory for when they finally encounter Kurapika. Because I feel like they're gonna push past this. Also, Afro Uvogin is very interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I think
2: that was the most interesting thing to me in this entire chapter.
1: <laughs> he never changed his shorts. <laughs> oh, is that how he looked also before? He had really short shorts. Yeah, he he, he, he had he had really short shorts
2: from for the entirety of his life even when he died he had short shorts you but know, he didn't he have an never, afro so that's i'm changed. a little curious what the backstory behind uvogin's afro is he just has an afro <laughs> let bro. me
1: ask you, uh, let me ask you guys this um the samurai guy um the, the best fan of nobunaga do you think he's already a godly swordsman at this point no i mean no, he has the gi on and his hair's in the top like you know
0: i don't know i don't think so yet he might be well, i mean he
2: must have been it? he must have started around that time all right let me ask
1: you guys this first at this point right now currently in hunter X hunter not like in the past right now do you guys think there's a swordsman in the known current world that's better than nobunara
2: Nobunara. hunter
1: hunter or not i don't
2: yeah. think so i don't there's not been swordsman right? hunters
1: yeah there doesn't know. have to be.
2: Well, there's a little bit or a lot, right? Yeah, but we can't, Nobunaga think, I can't. Who
1: stands above?
2: I can't think of a single sword fighter, so I guess he wins by default because yeah. we don't know any other sword swordsmen.
1: Yeah, right. And if they introduce another one, I'm con- I don't I, I can't speak for y'all. I'm confident Nobunaga would win that. I think he'd we, take I mean, it personal.
2: We don't know what Nobunaga can do
1: yet. Still, well, he can slice day. squares into
2: space. He can, but we don't know what his name is. No, he did square
0: is. into space. He, there was a wall. That was a wall he cut.
2: Yeah, we still haven't seen his <laughs> Nen yet, so we don't <laughs> even know how strong he <laughs> really is. You don't, even know, <laughs> you you don't it, even know,
1: Chris. Wait, look at him. You don't even know.
0: And honestly,
2: I don't know why he's the only one. He has He's the only Phantom Troop member that then has not been revealed yet, right?
0: Um, Maybe. Franklin. We don't know his yet.
1: He shoots finger guns. though. Yeah, but we don't know he's an emitter.
0: Uh, we don't know what that is specifically.
1: It's His mission is that he's a, a reanimated body. It's that's definitely a mission. That's that's Franklin's yeah, but, thing.
0: But it's it can't be that simple where, is the fact where he's just an girl? emitter. Oh yeah, she's missing, and so is P. Well, they, they were probably dead. they probably showed up later. Hmm? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. They probably show up later uh shimizu i think her name is vacuum girl um shimizu and kordopi are not in this group kordopi uh <laughs> are you uh, are you done with your thoughts brian
2: okay so so franklin's thing is that he can shoot finger bullets that's his thing okay that's official and he thing, was so.
1: also revived by a scientist
0: yeah
2: let's well, go maybe, with that know. <laughs> but yeah that's I'm. I want to know what Nobunaga can do. I just want to know why are they keeping it a secret? He can cut why? things, Brian. He, he can cut it. things, but why are they purposely keeping his nen ability a- away from us? They had so for many swag, opportunities to do it.
1: It's for swag and and um buildup.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, one more thing. This also ties into into Krollo's nen abilities. Right. Hmm. Because he could have made a Nen contract here without knowing.
1: Wow, that's actually pretty sharp, Ryan.
2: Because I like I was just thinking while I was reading this chapter was why did they specifically. Highlight Krolo's um, speech bubbles when Uvogin is asking him to read what happened. Why did they purposely highlight them like outline them in a in a dark line?
0: For dramatic effect. I and, think it was for dramatic effect, maybe.
2: Not but, just for dramatic but effect. But I still think like, you have
1: a point though. No, because when talking. you
2: think about it, when you make a NEN contract, it's 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 like something that's really impactful, you know? Like the more emotion, the more at stake that you have to your NEN to to your contract, the stronger your NEN is. And Crolos is very, I- very fucking strong. So when he says, I'll never speak of it, even if you try to kill me, that could be an end contract.
1: Maybe. But (laughs) here's what I think is more like what may really be the case, right? If you guys go to page 18 on the bottom panel, it's when um, Carlo asks Uvo to be the leader. And he's like, nah, I think you should be the leader. And he says, with you as leader, I will follow you until I die. And then everyone in the troop puts their hand up as well. And remember, Nen is about like, you know, making like a sh- a strong emotional you know, or-, or willed contract. So maybe that's what is, you know, his Nen ability started sh- taking shape mm. over this concept, oh, which is why he fuck. could use
2: That's why he can use their fucking Nen ability
1: And why oh, it's stronger after death as well. <laughs> It's a a contract to death, and as we know, then intensifies the death. And guess who else has a very similar ability to that? That I literally ripped from just now. Benjamin, the fucking first king. The first prince. Excuse me. Yeah. He does have it. That's literally his fucking ability. Holy shit a little bit different. It's a little bit more different the way it's it's you know.
2: No, that's actually, this is actually really big because this gleans more. Into, shit, bro. Yeah, it gleans mo- way more into it because this could well, in fact, be like what unlocked their Nen. Because Nen, honestly, it people don't know about that shit. People really don't know about Nen. Like, there was a whole country that didn't know about Nen. And I mean, these oh, guys, and you the princes to say these don't know about Nen. Huh?
0: The princes, for the most part, don't know about Nen. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so
2: how did like, these
0: what? how these kids <laughs> from like
2: the poorest city in the world happen to come across such a powerful technique this has to be it they well, happened upon it well with there's so much- a lady in this.
0: meteor city that knows nen and has offered to teach them so there's I-
2: that but like they how i think that she found out about it once they found out about it you know or like they showed the potential to have it because
0: Oh, yeah, Machi, machi uh, in this chapter was like, was uh, displayed the ability to see aura. So she knows that they have like um, an aptitude for it already. Like in the page uh, 13, uh, Machi asks okay. if it's related around, uh, if her embalming ability is related to the light around her body. Um so I think if there's anybody who teaches them Nen, it's this lady, uh, Renko.
2: Okay. Yeah, I think I think Sarasa dying was the moment that Chosa, not Choso, Corolla made his Nen contract.
1: That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. Hey, guys, this might just be a pure coincidence, but while we're pointing things out on the page and talking about Nen proficiency, and seeing people's glowing bodies, look at the last few pages. Go start from page. Um, well, actually, you could see it with with even with um, Uvo too. But in a lot of the panels where Krollos talking to the rest of the group, you see him surrounded by light as he talks. There's here in this page, and you know, Ma- mangaka do that all the time, like here in the next page, too, at the top. Mm-hmm like while he's given his convictions, you know.
0: Yeah, they have light around them.
1: But that could be just looking into it a little too much, but maybe. I think yeah, I think they're all really strong because they all have a proficiency for it because of what they've been through. Mhm. Um This was a really good chapter. It can, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen was just more popping to me.
2: Same um, Damn, it was so close, bro. It was so close. And with these revelations, that made it even fucking closer. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I don't want to like drone on too long about my thoughts. Uh, you guys pretty much hit everything that I wanted to talk about. There is one last thing I wanted to bring attention to, is that there's one last member of the troop, that girl with the long hair and the, um, she has these things on her head. She's walking away looking all somber. And I wonder what that's about. It's on uh, um, what page? Right. 17. That's a good point. She's part of the troupe. What's going on with her? Hmm. Is she part of the troupe? Yeah, she's like in their little acting troupe. Like she's one of their friends. Oh, she's
1: stepping away. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to be a part of that lifestyle. No,
0: she's not about that life. Is
1: that Hisoka?
0: But I... No. (laughs) I I think... Yeah, I think that's going to have some significance later on. I don't remember this character's name because she's new as hell. But
1: Wait why a she second. She was talking to somebody and saying, like, let's move away or something like that. Or let's not. No, he was talking to um, Big Nose. Well, she was there
0: before. when uh, they found Sarasa's body.
2: She's um, the same character that interacted with um, with Korapika in Chapter Zero, by the way.
0: Oh, wow. Really? What? No way. She... She's the same what, character what that interacted ch- with her I gotta her find though. this. I gotta find this series. Yeah. What? What is this? It's How many out. chapters was it?
2: I um, I'm not sure. 100. But
0: all right. Well, in any case, uh, one thing I wanted to say. Uh, a lot of people clown on Tagashi's art. What? Yeah. I mean, you I know. mean,
1: it's funny sometimes.
0: Well, back it. in the day when Tagashi was like really coming down with it, um, he would like submit unfinished uh, chapters to Jump. Just to, you know, put something out there. And a lot of people, like, were pretty shitty about it. But, you know, when Tagashi's in his bag, look at this fucking detail in this forest, bro. That's, yeah, that was incredible. That's effort, you know? And it looks crazy. It's like hatching upon hatching upon hatching. He's a great artist. I mean, and this... Ch- I have mentioned his like uh, composition work back in the past and how this chapters or this set of chapters have differed. Um, and part of the reason that like the, the really compressed page composition is, is a bummer is because we don't get to see him really flesh out his drawings. And maybe some of that is by design because he's trying to look after himself on a, in a, in a health sense. Uh, but yeah, when he puts pen to paper and he means it, he's really fucking good. Um, i just wanted to put that out there uh don't sleep on tagashi's art uh but yeah that's all i gotta say about uh this chapter i think we've uh we've covered all our bases on this one uh any any other rebuttals anything last last words
2: it's her that was her she was the one well i don't know what this means
0: i guess we'll have to look into this and come back next week uh but yeah well i don't like the sounds that made uh i guess we really do have to figure out what what's going on there um yeah
1: brian there was a fucking bonus yeah something. for real
0: i mean it's too late now we've been on hunter Hunter for a while and we should probably move on but All right. um next time we'll see if we could look into it and find this chapter zero and, and and read up on it or fuck it you could just say it in the comments what it is <laughs> i'll read it i don't care uh but anyway let's move on Black Clover. This is Black Clover chapter 345, Unprepared. Um, last, yeah. we left, last we left off, the Paladins pulled up to the Land of the Sun, um, where the Ryuzin 7 members were prepared to square up. Um, and uh, it was revealed that Asta is off training somewhere else with uh, the strongest member of the Ryuzin 7 and some other guy back there. Uh, playing some kind of instrument. Uh, this chapter starts off with an explanation as to how that became. Uh, we see that um, the shogun Ryu has noticed that the paladins are here uh, and tells Ichika that, you know, we we ought to go now. Um, and Asta's like, what enemy? I'm coming too. And um, Ryo is like, not you, boy. You're going... You're going to go train. Uh, we need your strength in this fight, but, you know, get that polished and then come over. You know, we'll all come in. Uh, guaranteeing Asta to come in and, and steal the show at the very end of this fight. Um, yeah. <laughs> which I don't hate. I'm excited. Uh,
1: yeah, that's right, Chris.
0: Hey, it, it is what it is. This is Black Clover. Uh <laughs> So we start off back in the present, uh, the strongest member of the Reusing 7, Yosuga Mushogatake, Mushogatake is his name, uh, is beating the shit out of Asta, slamming him around the place, ragdolling him straight. Um, and, uh, we do see the other guy from the Reusing 7. His name is Fujio Tenman Yashiki. Tenman Yashiki. Um, and he's playing his instrument, and by doing that, uh, it recharges his, uh Asta strength, and uh, basically, you know, heals him up so he can keep respawning and coming back to the fight. Um, so you know, they keep cra- they keep clashing, and um, at that at a certain point, it all clicks. Uh, for Yosuga, and he's like, "Huh, I get it. I know why Ryu is so into this, and why he left this part to me." And he says, if you keep that up, you'll never protect, uh, perfect your Zetin And he says that uh, Asta is currently full of doubt. Um, and Asta's like, what? No doubt? No way. I'm Asta. <laughs> I never had. I never doubted anything in my life.
1: That was never the case. Yeah. Ever.
0: Yeah, but uh, uh, Yosuka's like, man, these swords don't lie, man. You soft. He says, there's hesitation in the way you fight. Uh, your convictions aren't solid. And unlike you, there's nothing my blade can't cut. I can cut everything I see no matter what. And he slings down his blade, cutting Asta and the, uh, I don't know what these uh, these are called, uh, but there's these like structural, um, these Japanese structural things that also get cut behind Asta. Um, and he says, that's why I'm strong, because I believe that. And uh, we go into Asta's internal monologue. He starts talking about how after he lost and uh, he couldn't protect um, Sister Lily, he panicked, and uh, he thought he couldn't get any stronger. That he thought he peaked, uh, and he says, "Even I guess now, I guess I'm still reeling from that. I'm not sure a guy like me could really be the Wizard King." Um, yeah. And he also thought that um, he that maybe. Yuno know, could have been the one to protect Sister Liddy. You, you know, he made it to the Grand Magic Knights first and he's still getting stronger if Yuno know had been there. Um, and Yosuga breaks, uh, breaks his thinking and he's like, as the strongest guy around, I'll take whatever you got. Be grateful and let her rip you moron. And uh, we cut away from the training scene as we cut back to where the paladins are in the land of sun. And, um, uh, we see, uh, Kezozaku, Kezokaku, sorry. Um, she's like panicking. She's like, oh no, what are we going to do about that thing? It's all over. We're done for. Uh, today is my, today is the last day of my wretched, foolish life. Um, and the sister Lily Paladin is like, oh, that poor girl. I guess I'll give her a pain. I'll,
1: I'll at least give her a painless death. At least that was uh, that was actually fucking hilarious <laughs> to me. How she genuinely felt concerned for like, her. Oh, like, oh man, that's like i don't worry. I'll I'll be merciful. Yeah, to you. I'll
0: make it quick. You won't feel a thing. And uh, Ichika, um tells her to just draw her fucking sword and quit whining. And she does so, and she just like speeds past uh, Sister Lily, cutting her cheek. And uh, now she's like a completely different person, where she's like blood. Monster. Yeah, off? Yeah, she's like ah, I'm making it rain blood. And uh, we see that her name is oh man, <laughs> G- Gnu Jomo. F- F- Damn, Rifuku, Rifuyu. Kezokaku. I'm not reading that again.
1: I don't know why they made this one particular.
0: You don't know why
1: she has a Japanese name? No,
0: I don't know why they made it diagonal like this. (laughs) Oh, no, like vertical like this. All the other ones are (laughs) more. No, because in
1: Japanese, it would have been like going down.
0: Yeah, but that's the same for all of the text. What makes this one?
1: They don't give a fuck about us, I guess. I guess
0: he doesn't. I guess he just doesn't care about us, which is fair. Uh, but anyway, at, at that point, um, Sister starts regenerating. She's like, dear me, she's quite vulgar, is she? And that's where the chapter ends. Josh, what did you think about Black Clover, chapter 345?
1: Interesting. You know, I already said I'm cool with Asta getting stronger and learning a new technique. It's whatever. But I thought there was something very vulnerable about Asta. Kind of owning up to the fact that, damn, like, I did feel a way about losing. Like, I've lost plenty of times. But, man, like, the fact that sister dug my shit and then who I dreamed and hoped to actually be my real father turned out to be the devil himself and tore me up and sent me to Japan. So, like, yeah, I am feeling down. And you know what else? I bet you know what would have been better than me. He would have beat him. He would have saved the sister, and she would have said yes to you. No, he's better than me in every way. But I can't let that stop me from learning Zetin. So you know, I I believe in Asta. Mm. Do you
0: guys, jo- uh, Brian? What did you think about the chapter? <laughs> um, I don't know if he. I don't know if that was the end.
1: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty much it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you sounded pretty conclusive.
1: Yeah, it was pretty conclusive. I just didn't expect you to react so quick.
0: <laughs> well, I was thinking that Brian yeah, yeah. was going to answer. Uh, the- I was thinking Brian was going to answer the question. That's why I was like really like passing I know it it
1: I was huh? Like you just like nobody answered. So I was just like, hmm. So anyway, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I was throwing it to Brian so he could answer you. It's not my turn yet.
1: No, I like that. I like that. Austin was vulnerable, and I'm looking forward to seeing the fight. Okay, Brian, what are your thoughts and a possible rebuttal?
2: Um, I thought, all right, so this chapter started off pretty, like, uh eh, whatever kind of chapter for me. I was like, all right, so Austin is just gonna do his old thing. He's gonna go practice, he's gonna go get stronger, and then he's gonna go fuck up the the bad guys. But as the chapter went on, I actually got surprised. By how much they were allowing Asta to kind of be human, if that makes any sense. Yeah, um, they actually gave him like insecurities and and fucking doubts, you know. Um, so it was it was really nice to to see it. You know, um, I really like this. It shows that Asta, like, in the face of defeat, can be uh shaken a little bit and that's what makes a hero a hero is being able to stand up from those uh trials and tribulations um uh, for the most part of this series Asta's um challenges were coming from people not giving him the shots that he that he didn't deserve you know like that he deserved like just because he didn't have mana and just because of where he's from but now um the problem relies what lies within him everybody knows what he can do everybody knows what he's capable of but now he's the one who's doubting himself for the first time and this is a big change in his character that he has to learn to overcome what does it really mean to be confident in your abilities now that everybody believes in me what what really is my strength in the face of like real shit you know and this was a really good chapter for that i was honestly surprised with with this when i was reading it i was like oh shit wait hasta is actually you know growing up a little bit he's actually um having some solid foundation to his actual character and i'm really excited now i really want him to go out there and beat some ass because it like it's coming from a place that's really that's real you know it's not just Oh, he tra- he trained and earned it now it's um oh he he had to work through and fight some demons to get it you know yeah. so I'm I'm excited to, to read the next chapter of Black Clover I really I was really this thoroughly is, surprised
1: these are some good times right now this is a very great timeline yeah <laughs> what, a what lot timeline? of a lot of things have changed for me this past year some some good some really bad. But uh you know, I think one of the best ones was Brian reading uh Black Clover.
0: <laughs> yeah. After years of trying to say, Hey Brian, you should probably read one of the series that we cover regularly.
1: <laughs> and me beefing
2: with the with the fan base for seeing yeah.
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, oh do you believe in Asta, Brian? <laughs> oh
2: of course. Yeah. Because Asta's gonna end up believing himself and once this time, once he actually does it. It's gonna be unbreakable. This man's gonna be the strongest motherfucker to ever exist after this trading period.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right.
2: And he's gonna deserve it too. Better yeah. know it.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I'm along the same lines as you guys. Uh, I thought. I think this is an interesting thing for to get from Asta. Uh, 345 chapters later. Maybe. Uh, but uh, it's it's fair enough. I guess Asta is uh generally a very confident character, and I respect that. Um, one thing I do wish, and uh, I, as much as I do enjoy the direction they're going with Asta's character, I wish that this has been built up, but just a tad bit more. I know we had, like, the mentions of, uh ever since, like, it came back from hiatus, uh, we've had, like, little mentions of uh, Asta realizing that Yuno has been promoted, and he is, uh, he's technically ahead of Asta at this point, and he is a lot stronger um I feel like we haven't really explored internally um what that means for Asta a lot because of the because pretty much immediately Julius came in and started fucking shit up so uh they didn't he didn't really have time to marinate in that and really just kind of like emphasize that a little more uh, but I we got in enough uh, to a point where it wasn't like super jarring for me um I like this general direction. And it is really cool to see this from Asta, give him some depth. Um, yeah. I, I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. And you know, these um, guys, these guys have been like beefing forever. So like friendly beefing uh forever. So like, it is cool to see Asta finally feel intimidated by, you know, in, in a very real way. He, they've very much been on a mutual respect like yeah i believe in the other one wholeheartedly and i believe in myself to surpass the other one but this they the-
2: have to have the most healthy rivalry in all of anime
0: yeah this and is manga this is the most non-toxic bromance in all of shonen and that's saying something uh most bromances are very, very <laughs> i'm gonna
2: get stronger than you <laughs> no you I better
0: keep up <laughs> i'll violently beat your ass later out of spite yeah <laughs> But don't forget, nobody can beat you but me. <laughs> you better wait for me in the finals.
2: <laughs> you better wait for me at the top, you know,
0: because I might just become
1: Wizard King before you.
2: Why do they wipe their nose? I don't know. Why is that? Because it means they're ready. <laughs>
0: yeah but in any case uh that's that's my only it's a it's a small nitpick you know all things considered um but i i I do love the direction they're going with here and i think uh what's his face Mm -hmm. um Yus yosuga um i don't know yeah i I thought you
1: were trying to say yuno's name instead yosuke no no uh (laughs)
0: yosuga um you know what it reminded me of uh, whenever uh, Oda draws admirals, he usually like models them after like real life actors. Um,
1: Who's a kind of model about
0: They're like Japanese actors Love that it. we wouldn't know really. But uh, he he does model all of the admirals after like these. That's why they're more detailed than most because he takes an actor and he's like,
1: I'm gonna make him an admiral. Yeah. Kizaru is so detailed. Yeah,
0: Kizaru, um, Akainu, Aokiji, even um, Fujitora. I don't know if uh, Green Bull is yet, but I got to look into it. It's been a minute. Uh, But anyway, yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Like the level of detail that Yosuga has is not superseded in all of the other characters. So just like in a facial thing is the most, I guess realistic looking guy in in the series for a while um but yeah i liked it i, li- I like this chapter a lot black clover is a good manga <laughs> um there sure is but uh, do we have any uh rebuttals anything else to to mention
2: nope pretty pretty good chapter for black clover
0: agreed Oh, you look? look so skeptical. Oh, um, I want to say for the people that I do believe in Asta. I do believe <laughs> you. I do Judge, be-
1: why did you look so skeptical? Because <laughs> you added it at the end. You're not going me be happy to these Black Clover fans fill up to your fucking apartment, bro. <laughs> it's not hard I don't to know. find that out.
0: These Black Clover fans haven't been showing up in the YouTube polls. They only show up on Twitter. Oh.
1: Yeah, where are they at though?
0: I don't think Black Clover fans. Won. What we'll happened?
1: feeling bold. That's what
2: it is. Black Clover fans, come back. I won't hate you anymore for voting for Black Clover. I get it.
0: I'm sorry. I get it. I get it. <laughs> it isn't at really is
2: anymore. I get it. <laughs> baby, come back. <laughs> you can blame it all on me. Yeah, yeah, Chainsaw yeah. Man 1 again.
1: <laughs> all right. oh, baby, come back. Sure I did. All right
0: uh, let's, let's move on. Undead Unluck. This is Undead Unluck chapter 138, Incentive. Last we left off with Undead Unluck, uh, they rescued, uh, Gina from her very dark and grim backstory, and, uh, Fuko has dug up the Artifact Apocalypse, which we all know is the angry book that yells quests at the Union until they uh, accomplish them. Uh, and yep, they're basically about to get this whole fucking shebang started for real this time. Um, uh, Fuko activates Apocalypse, and Apocalypse is like, ah, ha, ha. You already have, it's already, it's already the seventies and you only have this many people on your team. You should, (laughs) (laughs) you really are uh, enough wisecracks. Let's just start Apocalypse. He's like, ha putting on a front, will we? And he's like, open the quests. And um, he opens up three quests, you know, usually how it goes. Uh, the neutralization of the UMA known as Spoil. Reward is the location of the Nyoi N- 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 Kinko Staff. Neutralization of UMA Stop, which is the, and the reward, if you do that, is the location of the Artifact Blade Runner. And the capture of UMA Kindness uh, location. Uh, the the reward is the location of the negator unrepair uh which is rip as we know mm. um and she's like all two members are allowed uh to enter the penalty will be the uh penalty for failing failing is the addition of uma ghost uh so
1: snap oh, the tra- one that got you before Fuku. yeah I got you now how you mm. feel about that
0: and uh yuko fuko is like pass and apocalypse is like, what? We have penalty. We have ghosts now. Wow! And ah. uh, they add ghost. Um. And Nico's like, what? I don't see anything. You can't see it. He's like, as of this moment, the rules of the world have been rewritten. Ghosts didn't exist before, but now they do. The concept of ghosts are real now. Um.
1: Uh, and they will reflect in your history in media. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Um, now
1: halloween's a thing yeah <laughs> ha-ha,
0: well, how you like that and fuko's like and horror movies fuko's like yeah that's a that's a thing and all but does ghost being added really inconvenience us uh just mm. like most penalties aren't anything to fear on their own really you know so you know they were just people who abused them last time around so you know sometimes the umas aren't so bad and uh Apocalypse is like, well, also this world will lose one year's time. And like what? He's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's right. I fast-forwarded you forward in time one year, and I'll do it every time you pass."
1: So, you see the blackness around? Him yeah, when he announced
0: that. <laughs> yeah, and uh Foucault's like, "That's okay. Uh I'm going to be spinning around 20 more times, so keep them coming." Uh and that's pretty much what happens. Um, so he does all of these. You see moves. Nico
1: die in the back.
0: Yeah, and Nico's like, a, <laughs> like, what? He's like, what are you talking about? Uh he's like, there's 20 you're gonna make 20 years pass. You're gonna fucking age everyone 20 years. And he's like, Yeah, you know, everybody's cool with it. I already asked. And uh Yeah, they get it started. Um, but Foucault in her internal monologue uh as Apocalypse is, uh giving quests out. Uh, and and she's passing she explains that the biggest roadblock in this loop is the time gap between Miss Gina and Mr. Nico's group uh, showing up in Mm the 70s and Rip and Billy's group showing up in in the 2000s so basically they can't keep doing quests otherwise they might just lose people as if they continue onward so the best thing to do it, uh, the next the closest tragedy is 28 years away so the more we spin the closer that we get to that time because we lose a a, t- a year every time so you know this is the only way to avoid unnecessary quests and uh, as well as a time-saving measure to expedite recruitment so yeah they just keep doing this until they reach 1998 and that's when um apocalypse think he did something here he's like neutralization of UMA burn reward location of negator undead. Ooh. Uh, When that, that, that freezes Fuku up for a second. She's like, "Mm, not yet. She almost is like, yes, let's go. Yeah. But she's like, not yet. It's been
1: years since I had me some. (laughs) Uh,
0: and she's like, not yet. Right. Andy, it's not time to see you yet. And she passes. Um and he's like, Well, penalty edition of UMA Shark. Sharks are real now. <laughs> <laughs> Sharks are a thing. <laughs> ah, ah, that. Take that. Sharks are a thing
1: now. <laughs> and ah, can't go in the ocean now.
0: Yeah. And then they finally arrive at the final quest uh, giving. Uh, neutralization of the UMA known as Autumn. The reward is an addition of a third seat. And the second one is the capture of the negator known as Unavoidable. Reward location of the artifact, Remember. And Fuko's like, there it is. That's the one I want. And uh, she accepts this mission to find Remember. Because as we know, Remember is uh, has all of the memories of her friends stored on it. Uh, so yeah. that worked out pretty good. Uh, that's the end of the chapter. Uh, Josh, what did you think about Undead Unluck chapter one hundred and
1: thirty eight? So the same way you guys said, um, well at least Brian said that Hunter X Hunter was the runner up. This was honestly my runner up. I really wanted to give this to RGC, but Jujutsu Kaisen was just too fire. But man, I really like Fuko's conviction. She's just truly evolved as a character and um the author of this series has done it very well if you remember the name Chris, please
0: uh tozuka i think his name is tozuki tozuka um, Fumi tozuka
1: yes thank you tozuka it's been a wonderful journey seeing fuko come to this point um i just like how positive it's been and also like you know, smart. Like, she's planned this. this. This He's going through a strategy and she's trying to be different from Juicy Juice. <laughs> um, that's Juicy's, by the yeah. way. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, and that was smart. A lot of these Umas really don't really, I mean, they don't it's not that big of a deal. It may make life more annoying for other people around them, but in order to save the world, it's, I guess, not that big of a deal. Right. I mean it changes the world as if it already existed, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. To the regular people, I guess. <sighs> Good strategy. Oh uh, like I said, what I enjoy most is the development of Foucault and how much of a leader she's become.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Christian. Oh yeah. Um I also really like this chapter. Um would say it's probably my third place to be honest um i think uh hunter hunter was my my second but this would be like very close third uh i also enjoyed i really enjoyed like seeing her pass through all these things and seeing like the umas that we've met before um it's like a little trip down memory lane and getting quest again was was pretty cool um i think it's uh just a different way of thinking that i appreciate a lot we're conditioned to really throughout the series to know to equate all of the UMAs with like a bad thing where Foucault's like, well, some of them are just like neutral. Like what, what does insect really do? You know, like you just make bugs, which is not ideal, I guess, but it's not going to hurt nobody really. This tornado gets yeah, made, true. but that's okay. <laughs> Tor- <laughs> I mean, you know, you got yeah. there's one that's crab. It's just crabs are real now. Yeah. That's pretty lit. Crabs are great. Tornado's pretty rough. Tornado's a bummer, but you know. Yeah, you can't win all of <laughs> You can't win what was all Was the other
1: one thirst? People weren't thirsty before?
0: No. No, I guess. I mean not. crabs
1: are only good depending that on sucks the context. Too. I don't like being thirsty. Well, yeah. You know, in any yeah. context.
0: But you know, with the with the addition of thirst, you get the uh the additive of quenching thirst. You take a, a sip of water on a hot day when you're really thirsty. You get that? Oh, back. that hits this spot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, in any case, yeah, it, it is just a, a cool way that Fuku like, really changing. Like, her, her big change is not a new way of fighting UMAs or doing the same things that Juiz did, but is realizing, like, oh, these things don't really hurt us like that, you know? Like, or these things are neutral at best, so... Whatever. Keep them coming. It doesn't matter anyway, because at the end of the day, I'm, this is how you win the game. Um, so I appreciate that. I really want to see what this boxer guy is all about. Uh, yeah, I'm fucking... He's
1: the machine... And unavoidable, he's the machine gun guy. No, he's not. No, That's he's not. Unrepl- That's... unreplenished.
0: Yeah. Well, un- un-something. Un- yeah, I know what you mean. No, this is a yeah. new character, I think.
1: Uh Borog.
0: Yeah, that's fucking
1: Yo. If he punches Foucault in the face, I'm gonna be mad. Hi <laughs> Don't, don't you, someone her.
0: Yeah. Uh but yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh new character will be added, and um I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh I don't have much else to say about Undead and This is a great chapter. Undead and Luck has just been fire for It's
1: been on a fucking tear and Foucault's doing all the right things. Mm-hmm. Hey, it won yeah, my I RGC last week. Step once.
0: Yeah, the boxer guy is among the group with, with Billy in them. So, was he? He was never there. Anyway, whatever. That's all I really got to say um, about this chapter. Great chapter overall. I enjoy reading Undead Unluck now more than ever, to be honest. Um, right. But, yeah, that was Undead Unluck. And, and that has been our show thank you guys so much for listening as per usual you could find me at the chris espinal on twitter and instagram josh at jd cole underscore 37 on instagram at new jump city josh on twitter brian at b.esp on twitter and instagram Uh, he plays video games on uh twitch.tv slash it's punchline so check him out on that uh you can follow the show itself at new jump city on twitter instagram and tiktok because why not we're cool why not we're hip uh you can email us at new at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh take uh take part in our weekly poll, a really good chapter of the week poll. We put it up on YouTube now in the community tab, um, where you can vote for your favorite series and uh we will announce the winner on the show. We get up to five options on tw- on um YouTube, which is nice. Uh fit all the series that came out this week on there and it was pretty contentious so uh very excited to keep using that subscribe so you never miss the poll or an upload uh whether it's the highlight version of the podcast or the full version that we put out like share the podcast comment your thoughts on the chapters please we would love to get your guys's perspective on the series that we cover and um yeah that's it. Thank you guys so much. Oh, if you prefer audio versions, we're pretty much everywhere you listen to audio. Uh, that goes without saying. This is a podcast. Uh, it is an audio first medium, I think. So check us out on there. Me thinks. Me thinks. I would think so. Um, but yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening, as per usual. We will see you guys next week. Stay safe, New Job Citizens.
1: Peace. Thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah.